0: Barry Burns, what a, a a pleasant surprise! I did not expect to uh, to see you here, uh, Barry Burns. Everyone listening to CJB knows uh, was was the great morning voice of CJB for so many years, the great morning news voice. But long before then, in this very building. You tell us, uh, Barry, how, how did we get to meet and, and what happened? 1984, Charles, I was looking for a job and you were good enough to give me one. You converted me from sports to news and I will be forever grateful it didn't work out too badly for me. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever Did you ever feel when you were doing uh, late evenings uh, for us uh, in this building when it was uh, CKY Radio 58 CKY, did you ever feel back then, because you know the reverence that I had, uh, for for CGOB and for news, and one of your jobs, of course, was to uh, make sure that you listen to CGOB top of the hour, bottom of the hour, mark down everything they've got, right? They, exactly. They, they were the, 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 the local news ju- juggernaut. Did you ever, did you ever have a, a, any kind of vibe back then that someday you would be the morning news voice at the 50,000-watt blowtorch right here?
1: No, I thought maybe evenings would be good, but we all wanted to work for the big dog, didn't we? And it didn't work out too badly. Uh, we ended up at the big dog. No, I, I would never have dreamed in a million years I'd be
0: doing morning news at CGOB, but I was lucky enough to last the same amount of time as you, Charles, 17 years. My god. How how are things going for you? Terrific. Retirement is great. You should try it sometime. Never never. <laughs> never. <laughs> I'm busier now than never. I was when I was working, I'll tell yeah. you that. Well, yeah, there's no way that a guy like you ever retires. I mean, no, that's, nope, that's, that's for sure. You so got to keep going. You can't right. just sit back and do nothing. Barry, uh I'm uh, moved and honored to have you here, but I'm so surprised that you didn't wear your kilt. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be tomorrow uh, for Folklorama. Of course. Yeah, Barry, thank you. Thank you, Thanks Charles. Thanks very much. Uh, shalom, my uh, friend. Shalom. Uh, wow. Um, this is uh, Theo Fleury. Uh And, I, 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 you know, Theo, when I'm talking, I never know where you're going to be because, uh, you, you know, you're always all over the world. Are you in Calgary right now, Theo?
1: I'm in Calgary right now, sir.
0: Well, I want to give you a chance uh, to say whatever you like on our farewell broadcast. Everyone who listens to us on a regular basis knows that I think of you as my my little brother, and uh, I want to give my little brother a a chance to say hi and and bye and whatever else um, is coming naturally for you right now. Yeah.
1: Well, I was was thinking about what I was going to say, and, uh, you know, now you know what it's like to be traded, Charles. Right? You know, uh, I was sort of kind of reminiscing about my own experience, you know, being in one place for a long time and have so many friends and so many relationships, and, then, you know, you have to, to leave that situation and move to a different place and find new friends and find new acquaintances. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I think more than anything else, Charles, uh, you know, I didn't really know who you were, and... And uh, what you were all about, and uh, you know, I think we we met, uh, you know, after I published my victim impact statement uh, live on the air, and uh, was moved by by you reading it on the air and you getting emotional, and uh, you know, I just thought, you know, what an incredible guy, and uh, you know, we've become incredible friends uh, since then, and you've become uh, an incredible advocate for, you know, the cause and and, and you know, what's right, and so, uh, you know, from the bottom of my heart, uh, and to all the people that are still out there who haven't found their voices, uh, you know, Charles, I think you've helped a lot of people find their voice, uh, you know, by advocating and and
0: having me on uh, as many times as, as you have. Theo, uh, whether you do it uh, publicly or, or privately, so much of folks, you got to know that so many of these people are bringing on. Uh, uh, most of what they do, they they do privately. They're looking for no publicity. Theo is one of them. Uh, Theo, I, I just know that, that publicly and, and very much privately, um, there isn't a day that goes by uh, where you're not helping the people who matter most to me, the, the ones who have no voice, the ones who've been... I'll just use the word bruised, uh, bruised by life. Um, You believe in in victory, not victimhood. I love that so much about you, my little brother. Um, We we, we choose to stay victims. People victimize us, but we choose to stay victims. You choose to be a victor, uh, not a victim, and you have uh, encouraged thousands and thousands of of, of people in this country uh, to elevate themselves, to elevate their pride, to elevate their self-esteem, And also, very, very important, to expect more uh, from this country. Uh, You expect the best from the best country in the world. You make this a better country, Theo Fleury.
1: Well, you know, every time I put on that team Canada in Jersey, you know, those were the expectations that for all of us who, you know, live in this country and and choose to represent it in whichever way uh, we choose... Um, you know, when we put on that jersey, we're expected to represent the people and and uh, you know do our very best. And you know, it's kind of ironic that that we're talking here the day after you know the the first big debate in this country. And there's so many issues that that need to be addressed here. And and uh, we need a leader. You know, we need somebody who truly cares about the people of this country and, and cares about making this country the best. And, and uh, you know, we have so many opportunities at every level to lead the world in all of these issues and all of these problems because, you know, as you know, we have the best people in the world and we're very passionate and and, uh, and so it would be absolutely incredible if we could take on a lot of these issues and, and, uh, you know, become a worldwide leader because, you know, there's no reason why we can't.
0: Keep your stick on the ice, my little brother.
1: You as well, my friend, and good luck. And, uh, you know, I think, I think Winnipeg, uh, you know, lost a, a great citizen by you moving to, uh, to Vancouver, but uh, you know I'm sure that our paths will cross, and I uh, look forward to having dinner with you at Joe Forte's in uh, Vancouver someday.
0: See you on the coast.
1: All right, buddy. You take care. Thanks N- so much.
0: Thanks a lot, Theo. Jen, the courier is the person that I worked with many years ago. She was a salesperson here at 680 CGOB, and I'm just guessing, uh, Jan, that this might be where uh, you met Jeff Courier, who will be hosting this show as of Monday.
2: Yes, it's it's a small world here at CTOB. <laughs> yes, it, it is, and uh, we met. And of course, I was here when when you joined us 17 years ago. And my goodness, did you put the world on its ear when you when you arrived? It was uh, it was a huge wow factor for the station. Were you were
0: you one of the people? Because let's face it, um, some people didn't <laughs> respond uh, very positively at first. And were, were you were you one of the many Winnipeggers who? Who who thought that uh, Garth Butchko made a, a huge mistake and that uh, he ought to just fire my ass?
2: I thought Garth Butchko was brilliant by bringing you in. I right from the day the day you came, I you you really you really did set some fires. And in the sales department, that was a few fires to put out. But but we look back and in hindsight, and it was it, it all turned out fantastic. I think that you know your your wit, your intelligence, and uh, you've you've made me drive along in my car, and I'm sometimes laughing hysterically with people beside me, looking like she's. Crazy but uh you you've just brought so much to Winnipeg, and we are dearly going to miss you
0: well, thanks for everything you did for us uh for for the people at c g o b for putting groceries on a table. There's no way we could uh, do what we do without uh, the great account executives like yourself. Thank you so much for all the volunteer work you've done in the community and um it's not easy uh being married to somebody in this business uh, no, my, my, not guess that, my guess is my guess is that Jeff gives you the odd uh, a challenge, but thank you so much for everything you do to encourage and inspire him, and just uh, and and all the the stuff that you've sent me over the years. Uh, you're a tremendous uh, friend to this program and to me, Jan Currier. And good luck to you.
2: Thank you, Charles, and good luck to you as well,
0: Kevin. Chief, I want you to uh, explain to me uh, what is moving me so much. Uh, you, you've given me. A great gift. I want you to tell me who made that and, and what, what that's about because I'm going to treasure that for the rest of my life.
3: Well, two things. you got a I love the North End uh, t-shirt, Charles, and I'm glad you got that. I know that you will wear that proudly. And then you also got a dream catcher that was made by some young people in Winnipeg's North End. Uh, as you know, I, I like to believe and and people know that we have a, a generous community in Winnipeg's North End. And i got to share a story with you, Charles, that uh, that still touches me today. There were uh, four young people at Remembrance Day last year uh, that were so proud. Uh, we were at the McGregor Armory. Uh, they, they came from different parts of the world, but they now call Canada their home. Uh, they're ethnically different. Uh, their religious beliefs, uh, two young ladies were wearing uh, hijabs, but they were so proud wearing their cadet uniforms. And as we know, ceremonies and events were going on all throughout the country, to commemorate uh, Remembrance Day. I sent out a tweet because I was so proud of these young people from the neighborhood. You then retweeted it, and the next thing I knew, my Twitter account went crazy, and I had comments from all people all over the country. Uh, you know, Before I knew it, I was doing radio interviews out in, in Toronto, and it was all because you took the time, Charles. You, you recognized that these were four young people that were incredibly proud of who they were, they're incredibly proud of their, their backgrounds. They, were, they felt like they got a sense of belonging in, in our city. And you've done a tremendous job making sure that those kinds of stories were always highlighted, making sure that those kinds of stories were showcased, not just on the air here, but you've also spent an incredible amount of time on social media to make sure people knew that. That story wasn't only told to so many Winnipeggers, but that was a national story that came out from you taking the time to make sure that these young people, We're so proud of who they were. And if I can say anything, I got to tell you, you've earned that. I love the North End t-shirt. You've earned that Dreamcatcher. I got to tell you, you did a phenomenal job of making sure that young people in Winnipeg's North End, no matter who they are, where they come from, it's always been a story of of resiliency. People have immigrated all over the world, called Winnipeg uh, North End their home. Their hearts and minds stay there even after they they move out of North End because that's where they've uh, had the least and got the most out of it. And I want to thank you. I want to say a big uh on behalf of uh, all the people I get to represent in a phenomenal neighborhood. And I know that you'll wear that T-shirt proud wherever you go. And I know you'll continue to tell these incredible stories of potential and resiliency no matter where you go and what you do. So thank you so very much, Charles.
0: We uh, talked to Jason Kenny, who uh, might someday be uh, the leader uh, of our national uh, government and uh, I'm talking folks to somebody who might be the leader someday of our provincial government. That is not why any of these people came on. Uh, but as you know, uh, I uh, say it straight, I speak from the heart. Uh, and regardless of what our overall political perspective may be, uh, Kevin Chief, I would be proud to call you uh, Premier. And um, if that's uh, what's down the road for you, uh, wonderful. Uh, if it's something other than that, all I know is that, that you're a good man, uh, you're a leader, and you help the people who need the help. You help give voice to the voiceless you always have and all the work you've done. And I am so GD honored and feel blessed to have you here on our last show.
3: Well, thank you, Charles. And I uh, I deeply appreciate uh, all that you have done. I got to tell you one of the other things that you did for me is that uh, you highlighted to everybody that I had won the, the Winnipeg Police Half Marathon last year cuz Steve Lambert sent out a tweet but I only had beaten Steve by a few uh, a few seconds and uh, I was able to come on the show and talk about the incredible work the Winnipeg Police do in a, in not only my neighborhood but of course the the city and we I know you've had people like Chief Clunes on your on your show here today, uh, but you've always done a remarkable job of telling Winnipeg's story, making sure that it was highlighted and showcased on a, both on a local, uh, a city, provincial, and a, and a national front. And for all your listeners out there who don't follow social media, uh, you get up every day and you make sure that that story is told, that if you are from Winnipeg, you should be proud of who you are You should be proud of where you come from. And there's always an opportunity to give back. And you've continued to do that, not just on the radio, but an an equal amount of effort has gone on through social media. And, uh, Charles, I'm going to continue to follow you and continue to watch what you're doing, but I know you're going to continue to make sure people are proud of Winnipeg and they they know that they can give back. So thank you so much, Charles. It's honored to be on your show. Wow.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Kevin. Tom Milroy, we... Worked in this building a number of years ago under the, the, the different umbrella, and I'm so thrilled that we're working under the, the CGOB umbrella right now, Tom.
1: I've been on hold for an hour and a half. Uh,
0: Tom, uh, it's nothing <laughs> personal.
1: <laughs> I know. I can't believe, I can't believe you're leaving. We worked together like three
4: times in three different buildings over 30 years. I can't believe you're leaving.
3: Well, it's it's
0: just, it's it's time, you know? I mean, you know, the the thing is that, you know, we we talk about how sad it is for a number of people. I'll bet you, because the way the world works, there are probably, you know, one or two people who are thrilled that I'm leaving. Not just just Greg Selinger, there may be some others as well.
4: (laughs) Well, I just want to say it's been great. You always uh, treated my son Kyle very nicely. He's producing your last show today. And... uh it's Kyle and Kim, his bride. Their second wedding anniversary coming on Monday. It reminds me, I know you, you were invited to the wedding, you couldn't make it. Well, they still talk about the nice gift that you gave them. It was a $25 gift card to Blockbuster.
0: Tom is a joker. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Yes. thank you for, for many things, but from a very selfish perspective, thank you for giving me Kyle.
1: Yeah, he's a great guy.
0: And so are you. We'll
4: miss you around here.
0: Thanks so much, Tom.
4: Thanks, Charles. Appreciate, Take care, appreciate that. I know.
0: Uh, Bob Sikalski wants to uh, have a, a few uh, moments with us as well. Uh, Bob Sikalski, a tremendous lawyer, and he's been a, a tremendous asset uh, for us here on the radio show and on some other shows. Uh, Bob, thanks so much for getting into us here.
5: Charles, it's uh, my pleasure. I, I welcome the opportunity to be on this uh This uh, wonderful send-off, and indeed it it is sad. Uh, I was saying to my wife last night, I remember when you were on air in the same building with another broadcaster many years ago, and I was an avid listener then, and I had the pleasure to work with you uh, these these past few years, uh, quite frankly, enjoying the opportunity to work together with you to try and uh, do what we can, you and I, to demystify the law. To try and debunk certain myths about the law for your listeners, and, and for that, I think you've uh, provided an, an incredible public service. Uh, most recently, uh, it was it was a thrill, Charles, t- to work with you when when uh, you came up with the idea that, that uh, the whole Bill Cosby ep- episode, and I use the word episode advisedly. Uh, it was something that we needed to jump on early. There was wasn't a lot of uh, pre-prep that went into that. The uh, the transcripts were revealed by um, uh, Associated Press. And I think uh, with your impetus, we were among the first to weigh in on the Cosby hypocrisy, hot off the release of those transcripts. And to that, you are owed a huge amount of credit because a lot of people followed in your footsteps. And when you uh, sought me out to, to work on that project, uh, I was, again, thrilled and honoured to participate with you, to to uh, allow us together to uh, do a lot, to tell your listeners um, a little bit more about things happening behind the scenes and uh, and you charles uh, and I, I know that uh, you 've made some remarks about uh, our our government and power in Manitoba here uh, you 've you've afforded the opportunity to allow us to comment on some regrettable trends in government that you and I have observed where the law is more and more becoming the nanny state and the big brother that's encroaching on personal liberties, and and I know how you and I feel about that, and my compliments to you uh, for uh, for getting those topics out there and letting the public know how much uh, government is stepping on the, the toes of uh, uh, John and Mary Q. public out there. So uh, a huge measure of credit to you for doing that, and, and we owe a great deal of thanks to you for, for opening those doors.
0: Well, Bob, uh, thank you so much, and please uh, pass on uh, my very best to your terrific uh, partner, uh, Dave Hill, uh, who did a terrific job over the years to many people I've known and uh, has just represented them so well, and uh, most recently uh, was on with us uh, giving a very, very moving uh, interview uh, defending uh, Peter Janakis and the Janakis uh, family. Uh, they are absolutely family to me. That's where we had our, our farewell uh, evening the other day for, for CGOB staff. Uh, there's no family that I, that I know of that has uh, participated in more events in this community and given more of themselves, not just to the Greek community, uh, but to all communities, and and, and Hill uh, did a wonderful job. Uh, You've got a wonderful firm, uh, a wonderful family, and uh, thank you so much for being a part of mine.
5: Charles, I will uh, pass that on, and we wish you all of the best as you head out west.
0: Thanks, Charles. Thank you so much, Bob. Sikalski, one of the best uh, litigators uh, I've ever met. Now, uh, she's not here as a lawyer and she's not here as the leader of the Liberal Party. She's here as a, a, a friend of a family. Rana Bakari, thank you so much for coming in.
6: Thank you for having me. I would have been uh, very upset had I not had the chance to say my goodbyes to you, Charles. Um, not only to you, uh, but to your lovely wife, Jackie, uh, and now that citizen in Vancouver, who's your son, who I went to law school with. Um, a lot of people don't probably know uh, the family man that you are, and uh, I do know. Uh, I know because uh, your wife is a phenomenal friend to me, as is your son. And I can see I can see where Sid came from. I can see where your son came from. I can see where, where he well, how he got to be the way he is, and he's a phenomenal person. But my first uh, meeting with you, you remember this, uh, I'm running for the leadership. Uh, I'm a little nervous, I walk into this room, I don't know what's happening, it's all new to me, um, and you you didn't go easy on me, um, and I want to thank you for that, and every time you and I have ever been on the radio together, you've never treated me like I was less than the other two leaders, and I will never ever be, like that, that means the world to me, so thank you for that, uh, thank you for calling me out where I needed to be questioned, thank you for making sure that I knew what I was standing behind. Um, because that makes me an equal to the other leaders and I can assure you that I am an equal to the other leaders. So that's my thank you to you. I wish you nothing but success. I wish your family all the happiness in the world. Uh, We are losing a a very important part of Winnipeg media and uh, it's going to be you know, I was hoping you and I would kind of go head to head during the during the election. It's kind of I'm kind of choked that you're not going to be here <laughs> during the 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 2016 election.
0: Well, Rhonda Bakari, I want to wish you a lot of luck. But uh, do you mind if uh, I just ask you to do a, a shout out to a very very important uh, person in your life? And I'm mm-hmm. very uh, grateful to him and the Bakari family for 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 bringing you to us uh, in Manitoba. Would you would you want to say something to your your dad? I'm 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 99 sure he's listening. My right dad
6: now. is listening. Um. Thank you. I don't get a lot of opportunities to talk about uh, this amazing family that I came from, and uh, I know he's listening right now, and, you know, he sits there. I tell him in the morning what I'm doing for the day, and he gets very excited, and he sits there kind of wringing his arms, very nervous, and uh, when people are being kind of rough on me, he's got the dukes up because he knows. He knows me, and he knows that I'm in this uh, for the long haul, and, you know, I love my family very much, and they made me who I am, and they Fought for me to be here, and they allowed me uh, to be the voice uh, not only of not only of those everyday Manitobans who don't come from a name. Listen, I'm a farmer turned lawyer turned politician. I'm just like everyone who's listening to this, and uh, you know I love them very much, and I'm very grateful for them. And uh, I don't know if I would be doing this if they weren't there backing me every step of the way.
0: Thanks for being a, a great friend uh, to, to Sid, uh, to Jackie. Thanks for being a great friend to Manitoba, but thank you for, for coming to Manitoba and taking a risk. Uh, I don't have to tell you that you've got to have a, an incredibly thick skin to be in this business. You need to have it. I need to have it. So many others have as well. There are uh, people out there uh, who just can't help but be ugly. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that when you you face some of that, uh, that's a very small percentage of humanity. There are so many of us who've also faced that kind of ugliness, and we we respect Uh, your courage and your desire uh, to go into the trenches. Many people say, just back off. You can be a very successful lawyer, a very businesswoman. Uh, You you don't need to do this. You don't need to do this uh, for the money. Um, You do it for a good reason. You're fighting for justice.
6: I absolutely am.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Hello! Master, master, we have a visitor. (laughs) Hey, bud. <laughs> Let's party. You call this a party? The bear is warm, the women are cold, and I'm hot under the collar.
5: You beast. You savage. Come on, bark like a dog for me. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. What are you people? On dope?
2: I'm so wasted.
5: <laughs> the city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. Well, what do you mean? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. <laughs>
0: Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is a war room.
5: Hi, Curly. Kill anyone today? It would not be difficult, my <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, Mr. President. Surely
1: you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Hey, come
0: here.
4: I got
1: something good
0: for you. Come on. Okay. But I get to be on top. I think we're
4: getting into
6: a weird area here. Georgia! oh Yes! Yes! Oh,
0: I'll
1: have what she's having. A little tart like that could save you a fortune in prostitutes.
6: Hey, where are the white
0: women at? My friend, don't be a jerk. I was born a poor black child. (laughs) (laughs) Igor, would you give me a hand with the bags? Certainly. You take the blonde and I'll take the
3: one in the television. Snap out of
0: it! It's the farewell broadcast. I've got some very personal farewell remarks to Winnipeg in, in just a few moments, but there is no way... Uh, that we are going to leave this building in 680 CGOB after 17 years without talking to the genius who created that piece of production and created so much of a creative environment for me here in the first few years of the show. Uh, Kevin Wallace, his name, his official name, we got to know him as, as Lizard, and uh, Lizard, there's no way that we could have done it without you. I can't even remember how many years uh, you were with us uh, throughout the, uh, the first years of the show, the local show, and then for a number of years after, when we launched a uh, national uh, on, on email, uh, I call you red and you call me something else. Triple A, triple A is what you you call me. Uh, and I think those three names are Atticus uh, because Atticus Finch is someone that we uh, revere so much uh, The part played by uh, by Gregory Peck uh, in that in that fabulous uh, movie uh and then of course uh, there's uh, Angus of uh, of um AC/DC a band that we love so much and there's my own name given to me by my my beloved uh, father Adler and so I'm AAA and and you're uh you're red because at one point in your life you were um, a, a redneck but I mean in a in a very very good way and uh Lizard. Some people say that you know one of the things that I don't do well is uh, I sometimes ask a question. Of course, that's layered and larded with so much things, so many things that aren't anything to do with the question because it's a stream of consciousness broadcast. That I don't give the other person enough time. So I'm going to shut my yap now. I'm going to shut my my pie hole and let you say anything you want to say on our last show.
4: Uh Chuck. Uh, just uh, it's an amazing run. Um, uh, I remember it was nine years that we worked together uh, at Ob there. And uh, every single one of them were phenomenal. Um, We got our start together way back in Calgary here, out of my redneck uh, area of the woods, so to speak. And um, I would not be the broadcaster I am today if it wasn't for you. Um, I know you're keeping it together here on the show. It's sounding wonderful, a lot of great warm memories. But, um, geez, you really allowed me to flourish and you allowed me to uh, use my creativity to the utmost uh, potential. And... um, It's so rare when people have an opportunity to be themselves and allow their creativity to flow and flourish. And you you allowed me to grow, and you were there for me, and we worked so well together. It's amazing when you come across those moments in life where things just click, and I could read your mind, you could read mine. It was hyperspeed, and there's nothing more exciting When you have uh, creativity bouncing off uh, one other person that uh, shares those same ideals and vision at the end of the day, it was never about you, it was never about me, never about us. It was always about the show and about the audience. And uh, I've been very grateful to uh, share that with hundreds of people. And you changed uh, thousands of people's lives in this industry and outside the industry too, Chuck. And it's been a great treat and a great pleasure working with you. And I look forward to more.
0: Kevin uh, Wallace is a program director now in his hometown in Calgary. More specifically, he's, a, he's an Airdrie, and uh, he's a community guy, and he's just a wonderful guy. And I want to bring on uh, one of the people that uh, you inspired so much here. I don't think that he would have gotten into the uh, montages that he did. He's famous for the Milroy montage, the son of Tom Milroy, uh, Kyle Milroy. Charles, how are you doing? I'm, I'm, we're almost I'm, done. I'm, I'm doing not too bad. We're almost done. <laughs> In a few moments we're going to have a very personal we will, yes. a very personal monologue but uh, I just want you to give me a sense uh, Kyle of of what uh, Lizard's magic uh, did for your career well, as you heard
4: uh, the montage that we played before that I took my uh, my cues from uh, Kevin very much on uh, the audio aspect of things, and um, I mentioned to you before we started the show that I counted the amount of Mil- the milroy montages that, and th- these are the ones that I have I might have just lost some, but we have I have over one hundred and fifty in my in my about two years that I did the show i 've got about one hundred and fifty stashed away that i 'm never going to get rid of, and I love having them i loved I equated the um my the audio aspect of this as to you being uh, a customer and me being a uh a top a master chef where i would just uh, i would just come out and say charles i'm gonna look after you tonight and i would then you wouldn't ask you i just say okay i know kyle's gonna bring me a great dish in this case an audio dish but and you never uh you never questioned me you just let me
0: uh let me do what i had to do and uh i all, will always appreciate that from you for that And I will always uh, appreciate uh, what you've done and appreciate what so many of our producers have done and uh, read. Um, I love you, man. Yeah, I love you too, man. Thank you. In a moment, uh, uh, farewell monologue. Farewell to Winnipeg here on 680 CGOB. If you want to email me, it's easy, charles at cgob.com or charles at charlesadler.com. Call your friends and neighbors and relatives Right now Oh great leaders Why do we need this arena? Because we need to revitalize downtown It's a hole Ladies and gentlemen I, Ranger Bob, cordially invite you To become inmates of
3: Alcatraz Tim McVeigh is said to be considering All of his options it Makes me sad that you're getting the death penalty Just hold everything, everybody
5: I like your comment about having a new brothel in Winnipeg
0: I was suggesting a new brothel for Winnipeg Yes, ladies, run Even the whores were opposing Run it. for
5: daddy Taking a move,
0: move.
2: Whoa, whoa, that's it? Whoa? I can't have a hairy chest.
0: I like this one, Charlie. She's quite a filly. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You've got a choice. The greatness of Rome or Sodom and Gomorrah. Mr. to Another website has been launched against Stockwell Day, pointing out his blunders and urging Alliance members to force him to resign. You
5: all the weakest link, goodbye.
0: As the old saying goes, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Lizard, the jig may be up. On
3: the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again The Life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again On the road again Going places that I've never been
0: We're hitting the road Seeing things that I may never see again But we'll continue to find ways of sharing My name is Charles Adler And I so love you, Winnipeg